0: Hello. Hi, everybody.
1: Welcome to I I Have have a Strange strange Story podcast. Podcast. Why uh, do you
0: go? Why do you go slow? Whenever we, why do you go slow? Is my question. I look at your mouth the whole time. I look at
1: your mouth the whole time. Okay, anyways. Um. So, welcome to the show. This is the podcast where we retell people's strange stories. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca.
0: Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lindsay and I were together last week, and it was amazing. We had a good it time. It was. Yeah. Don't make me cry. Oh, girl.
1: Don't make oh, me feel girl. the feels.
0: <laughs> um, so, I just have a couple of announcements, you guys. Um, don't forget to enter our contest yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that we're we're giving away. Um, so we have a spell, we have a bath bomb, we have a beautiful old photograph, um, and I've got some um, some gorgeous postcards that that came in the mail the other day as well. Um, really fun stuff, really cool stuff. Um, and then there's some other things um, here and there that I forgot to mention, and that's kind of a surprise.
1: Yeah, and so you enter the contest uh, three ways. So Rebecca, do you want to? Tell- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes so you can send us your strange story to uh, i have go. a strange story podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. um you can leave us a review on itunes uh mm-hmm. take it uh, take a picture of that um send it to our email address and we will still send you stickers for free yeah um and then um tag a friend on our instagram page on and then the you're phones. in and you're you're in, in for the win. You're in yeah. for the win. You don't have to do all three of those. You can just do one.
1: And then you're in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then you're in. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, so we, we have that going on. Yep. Next week is our special episode. Yes. Where it's going to be a little different. And we're going to be retelling other people's stories in regards to, like, domestic abuse or, you know, abusive relationships. You so, know,
0: the uplifting one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Just a trigger warning for anybody. Um, so we have that coming. Anything else?
0: Um, I just want to uh, apologize for our sound quality last time.
1: Yeah. I don't know why um, you were so quiet.
0: You know, I think it was... Uh, I didn't adjust my uh, volume on the um the Oh, interface. that's right. I think that's why my microphone... I am a soft-spoken person in real life. Um. I really have to raise my voice to get attention. Um, oh. So, so basically, what you heard was just me in real life. <laughs> Sorry I about think
1: that. I I have a naturally like loud booming voice. I think.
0: Yeah, I wish that I did. I could get more attention that way. I was. Trying you get a to- lot of attention. I was trying to call my boss over. She was walking past me, and I was like, "Hey, hey." Hey. And she just kept on going. I'm like, oh man, this is embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm that person that, you know, tries to wave at somebody and they don't wave back. Do you have
1: a red stapler on your desk? I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. We need to get you one.
0: (laughs) Heck yeah. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: I just realized I don't have my pop filter on. So I think like you can hear me breathing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Like you can hear that. I need to put that on.
0: Do you want to do that real quick? Yeah. Hi, everybody. Rebecca here. While Lindsay is fixing her pop filter, I just wanted to talk to you all about one of my favorite podcasts. It's called Nerds from the Crypt, and they review horror movies, series, and interview indie comic book creators. We were recently on an episode with them where we talked about the movie Teeth. We had a lot of fun. There was a lot of cussing, a lot of laughing. We got a little runchy. Not pretty far from what we do. On our show anyways. Uh, so thank you guys for letting us do that. Um, we had a really fun time. Uh, you can check them out wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had to take a. We're going to have to cut parts out. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to take a little break there. Lindsay had to put it on her pop filter. Yeah. Anyway. I don't, I don't know what to say. It's fine. I'm going to take I, it from here, my friend. Okay, good. Because it's, it's uh, the autosode. So that means yeah, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> yes. Um, so this story is uh, kind of a compilation of things that happened to this this woman. And it seems like it's kind of um, happened throughout her whole life. Okay. Um, so we have things whenever she was young. We had things that talk, that happened to her father. Um, and um, I got this one from Reddit. And she has requested that I kind of read it verbatim. And it's, it's okay. good reading. Um, so I will, I'll just begin. Um, there's, there's a lot of like, um, religious kind of things that happen to this woman too. So it's going to be interesting. So here cool. Go. Okay. The title is I've had so much happen. It's <laughs> a good one. It is. As the title says, I've had so much. So many things happened that were unexplained. Um, I'm quite good at brushing them off or making them seem like it could be explained by anything, even coincidence. Truth is, I've had moments I just knew weren't anything uh, to brush off. I have no explanation as to why. Maybe I look into things a bit much, but here we go. A religious experience. Or things she felt came from more of a heavenly place. The first one isn't an experience of my own, but one of my father's. Before I was born, him and my mother attended some prayer gatherings at our local Catholic church. At the church, he began speaking in tongues. Apparently, yeah, this went on for months. My mom would wake up in the middle of the night, his hot hand on her forehead, and him just spitting out tongues like he was Eminem or something. It got so bad, my mom stopped sleeping in the same room as him. Eventually, it stopped. My dad doesn't remember doing it, but my mom does, and she doesn't like talking about it. I mean, watching people speak in tongues to me personally is scary enough. It is. And to
1: wake up to it with your partner mm-hmm. with his hand on your head doing it, mm-hmm. like, Jesus, that's pretty, that's terrifying.
0: That is a specific type of religion, too. Like, it's Christian, but it's, it's not Catholic.
1: No, um, it's usually, what is it? They dance with snakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just read...
0: I just heard a podcast about this oh, as well. Why the can't fuck can't I think... Called.
1: Of course I can't. I can never recall anything whenever it's pertinent to this podcast. It just fucking loses... It just leaves my mind.
0: It. But oh, they usually fuck. have like lo- a long, long name. It'll come to you. And then God you can just it. blurt it out at any spot. Okay, so. I will. Okay, number two. I went to a Catholic school. The priest that was involved with our school was the same one who blessed my dad at the prayer gathering. One day in the 7th grade, I had to go to confession with this priest. No biggie. By the time I hit 7th grade, this was a regular thing I just had to do. I returned to my classroom uh, to take an exam. I'll never forget how hot my arms and hands had gotten. They burned incredibly bad. 20 minutes later, on the outside of both of my thumbs, I had a very visible cross swollen and red on my left hand and a heart in the exact same way on my right. This is one of my most, and I can't tell you if it was paranormal, just another coincidence, uh, experiences I'll ever, I'll never forget this pain that came with it. Okay, moving on. That's crazy. Right? I wonder if those burn marks are still there. Yeah. Uh, Number three, odd dreams. These didn't happen in any order just throughout uh, mine and my dad's lives. I've had so many very realistic dreams, but some felt more special than others. Last year, I had an unexpected pregnancy. I found out I was pregnant seven weeks after conceiving. My dad kept his mouth shut, but had dreams the whole month of December that I was pregnant.
1: My grandmother oh,
0: also kept having dreams of people dying during this time. I again brush these off as odd timing. I've never really wanted children, and I struggled through my whole pregnancy to accept this child. Eventually, I had an odd dream that won't leave my head. It was a robin in an unfinished basement. The basement had a window nailed shut. The robin took out every nail until she could escape to the outside. I feel as if there were a little bit more to this dream, but I can't put my finger on it now. I just remember it being real and symbolic to me.
1: Jeez, can you imagine? That would make me so paranoid if somebody kept having dreams that I was pregnant. Oh God, yes! It's Pentecostal. Pentecostal is the religion. That's it. Good job, Lindsay. You're welcome. That's I it. I had to Google it. Um, well,
0: yeah, yeah. It needed to be uh, cleared up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've um, I don't think that I've ever had premonitions in dreams. Um, I've known some people that have had them. Um, th- the thing about the Robin is really interesting to me. That kind of um, Pulls at my heartstrings a little bit. I think in a way that was um, maybe her, you know, accepting that this child was going to be born. That there yeah. was, you know, there was nothing that she could do. Or that, not nothing that she could do, but she was just willing to accept it. And yeah. maybe, um, I think, I feel like Robins are um, kind of symbolic in in um, in motherhood in a way. It's oh. just me personally. I haven't done hmm. any research about it. But every, time, just... I, every <laughs> time I see a robin, <laughs> to me, I'm just like, oh, it's taking care of a baby.
1: It well, doesn't... yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I feel about birds in general. Mm-hmm. Their whole lives are, we've got babies. <laughs> yeah. We got that nest. We I mean, that's that what nest. they do. They fucking go to the nest and they, they sit on birds or they feed babies. Mm-hmm. Like, that's their lives. Yeah, I that get that. Lives. Yeah. Hey, um, would you consider, like, deja vu? Would that mean that maybe you had a premonition a
0: premonition um there's so there's a couple of feelings i get about deja vu and things that deja, I've vu. Heard. deja vu um so we don't know why we experience it there's mm-hmm. different reasons that we can get triggered for deja vu um one thing that i have heard um is that even though something seems familiar to you and you feel like you've never experienced it before, maybe there was something similar that you had experienced. And that's why you're like, oh my gosh, this is the same thing.
1: It's crazy though. Cause whenever I get it, I'm like, oh shit, I had a dream about this and this is exactly what was
0: happening. And I remember waking up and being like, what the fuck is this about? So you've had dreams and then you've experienced deja vu. You remember them going back to a dream? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting.
1: Is that a premonition or is that deja vu? That
0: might be a premonition because deja vu is is just whenever (laughs) you have like this, this feeling that something has happened before. Oh, gotcha. No, there's,
1: I get both. Mm -hmm. Um, but the thing that usually happens is that I'll have dreams and then, I mean, I could have had a dream two years ago. Like I had a Mm -hmm. dream two years ago that didn't make any sense for me at that time because I was in the dream I was dating somebody and I was mm-hmm. talking at work about it. And I was like, what the fuck, man, I'm married. But then that fucking happened like a few days ago. And I was like, Holy shit. This is that's crazy. Weird. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's interesting. Hmm. No. I'm a little miss magic. Head. You sure are. Okay. <laughs> There's another one. And this one's kind of woo woo or whatever, but that's what the podcast is about. Um, is <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, Kind of like a merging of different dimensions. Ooh. Ooh, I like that one. Okay. A glitch in the matrix, as they call it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. All right. So moving on. More dreams. I have always felt my duty in life is to serve and take care of animals. Again, no idea why, but this is the way that it's been since I was little. Every time a family dog has passed passed away, I've had visiting dreams within a day or two. All of them take place in this small brown room with brown carpet. There's an entrance you can't see coming from the left and an entrance coming from the right. Again, you can't see it. There's also a brown wooden chair in the room. The dream is always similar, but not exact. I remember most, uh, the one most about my golden, and I'm pretty sure she's referring to a golden retriever. Yeah. I sat in the brown room, and from the right entrance came an old schnauzer. She looked great, young, and healthy. From the left came my golden. Same thing. She looked better than she did while passing. It was as if both said goodbye and my one little dog promised to take care of my golden. Oh! (laughs) They both left together out of the right entrance. When my brother's dog passed, it was the same, except the retrieving dog was my family's old schnauzer, whom I wasn't around when she was alive. Upon explaining what this dog looked like to my mother, and she said, oh, that must be so and so their old dog that died mm. that's sweet that is
1: sweet yeah dogs looking
0: out for each other man i know i hope my that that's how it out really happens you know what my cats since they all hate each other are probably yeah. like get out of here i know they're like you again <laughs> 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 i know
1: what and uh, now i'm just thinking of one time that um, <laughs> Gozer was on the floor chewing on a toy mm-hmm. and Ruckus walked by him and I was like, what's he doing? And he just lifted his leg and peed on his face. Oh my
0: God. That's bro- brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Well, I don't know sp- what they would do. They are stepbrothers. They are. Makes sense.
1: Only <laughs> Zoe and Ruckus would help each other. Yeah. They'd be like, you're
0: here. I know. My cats are going to stay away from each other the whole time. Oh, So just plain odd things, things that happened when I was in my teen years. All of these, uh, I had friends around to experience things with me. A friend and I were babysitting at an old house in our uh, local historic district. The TV changed channels rapidly, and the house randomly smelled of cigars. Ooh. Mm -hmm. It's like the worst smell in the world. (laughs) I I mean, I think there's worse smells than cigars. When going up to the steps to somebody, uh, wait. I'm sorry. When going up the steps, someone's steps mimicked yours behind. When reading uh, the bedtime story to the boys, the door locked and unlocked itself. The door <sighs> shook. Overall, left me pretty wigged out. Last I heard, an old storage door had was busted down in this house. Some cold air flew out, and no one experiences no experienced anything there again. Ooh. Um. My family lived uh, in a new home when I was sixteen. I really believed the land had history, but never thought so. Uh, wait, but never thought so before this happened. Hello, my dog's here. She wants a treat real bad, and she is out. You'll get out of here. <laughs> out of here. God, she's so cute. She's gonna bother me the whole time. <laughs> Sorry. Anywho, um, so sitting around a fire, two guys, myself, and my friend were hanging out, uh, talking, having a good time. Then we heard it, a woman. A singing woman, sounding like opera. It happened a couple of times within the hour. The boys ran around the property, making sure none of our friends had snuck out uh, to goof us. Uh, Sure enough, nothing. Besides, my friends couldn't sing that well. (laughs) A couple years later on the same property, my friends and I uh, snuck behind the fence to smoke cigarettes. There was an odd hill behind the fence, from when they leveled the land to build. We casually were doing our thing, four to five of us. My one friend's phone had been dead for hours. Once he stood on the hill, it vibrated violently. Walking down from the hill, nothing, just a dead phone. Walking back up the hill, the same thing, vibrating while off. Maybe this is one that could be explained by something. Uh, Somebody techie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either because the phone was off, but it was vibrating. The phone was dead. The battery dead. was dead. So, dude, I mean, fuck that. No, nope. I mean, that's
1: outside. Hauntings are supposed to be inside, where you know what I mean? When you're out in the wilderness, you're just supposed to be worried about like an animal killing
0: you. Now you have to worry about hauntings, Lindsay. Ah, oh, shit. Mm-hmm.
1: That's exactly why I just don't go camping. If I'm going to be haunted, it's just going to happen in my house. That's the safest place. Yeah. I don't know. Or at least I know my whereabouts, and I don't have to worry about a bear eating me. Oh, God.
0: If there's anything I'm afraid of during camping, it's a bear. Like, Do you re- send whenever me a ghost. I went for
1: a hike with you, you were like, there could be
0: bears. I was like, you've got, it. what? <laughs> like, <laughs> there could be bears out there? Yeah, there's bears in Colorado. Fuck that shit. Yeah, but usually they're little, I think that they're little black bears, and they usually don't. They don't want any trouble. They're little babies? I don't want any trouble.
1: He's like, just play with me. Mm-hmm. My no. mom is watching. I <laughs> know. <laughs> You're
0: going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Okay. The stories go on. Okay. Let me just see how many more pages. I think this is the last page. Okay. One of the most unexplainable things I've happened, uh, that's happened in my life to date, I had a friend who had a dead end road by his house. He told me the land was haunted and that he woke up several times to all the dresser drawers being open in his room in the morning. I personally thought he was trying to pull my leg. One night, it was quite quite late, I met one of my girlfriends down his lane to smoke a joint. I was like 18, catch me a break. Girl, do your thing. Yeah, that's cool. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm -mm. Going on. We sat in the car getting things ready. We haven't even smoked yet. Across the field, we see a really bright uh, round light. It looks like a high-powered flashlight. Houses were across the field. We noticed it, but I quickly told her it must be someone, as I said before, with a flashlight. The light moved in a figure-eight pattern for a few (gasps) minutes, then shut off. Then, the bright light popped up no more than 10 feet away from the car. Before when we we saw it, it was high up in the air like uh, the person was holding the flashlight close to their head. This Mm -hmm. time, it was low on the ground. It was uh, so bright enough that when it hit the ground, you could see the color from the grass and the dirt. It stayed there long enough for my friends to say once again, what is that? Yeah. We um, We both looked at it for a few seconds, and then it started to do a figure eight pattern again. That was when I said, honestly, I don't know, but I don't feel comfortable smoking here. And we left. This happened before they started smoking. Right. Just getting ready.
1: That sounds like something that would happen after you smoked.
0: Exactly. But that's like,
1: no. 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 That is like, no. Yeah.
0: Does this remind you of um, alien abductions? Remember whenever we talked about that? With the lights? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wonder if they experienced any uh, loss of time. Right. Um, Because it has been, you know, kind of noted that. UFOs will do kind of a pendulum swing, yeah. And I feel like the figure eight. I guess if it's going back and forth, can be seen as in a pendulum pattern. I guess if it's going up and down, that's a different thing. But that's so not they clarified. usually
1: like will sway back and forth, right? That's the mm-hmm. pendulum like going. Yeah. But I think I've also read that they'll do the figure eight. It's usually just a pattern that it'll do. Yeah. Usually that's... it's the pendul- pendulum. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, good. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh, not so warm and fuzzy feels. I've had, uh, I've had a few vibes from this stuff. Some bad vibes. One was a dream that will haunt me forever. Oh my god, this, this one is pretty creepy. No. Like, yeah. Um. Just. Am I going to be
1: able vibe. to walk to my bathroom? Is my only question. We'll
0: see. Oh. I was going through a, a rough time. Really was rebellious, didn't have a good relationship with my family, and moved into an apartment that shared a wall with uh, a friend and his family. Worst dream ever. I kept following people I knew in the apartment, but they had solid black eyes. The word doppelganger kept coming to mind, but everyone everyone whom I cared about looked evil. I remember my family dog wanting me to go up uh, the stairs with him. I looked before I followed. At the top of the stairs, I saw... A goat slash ram. No. Then instantly I saw some unknown force sever its head off. <gasps> <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh no. It gets a little bit worse. It gets actually a lot worse. Um I woke up from this ultra realistic dream, fixed things with my family, and moved home. I didn't return to the apartment. Two weeks later, the family I knew next door had been robbed and the father was shot in the head. Oh Jesus. Yeah. That's awful.
1: I mean, that doesn't scare me because that just sounds like crime. Um, that scares but- me
0: because that's, I mean, it's 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 crime. It's it's something that happened. That could have happened to her.
1: Yeah, I know. But I think the scariest thing is the animal's head being severed off. <laughs> yeah, that's well, pretty creepy.
0: Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. Okay, so this is the last one. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So we're ending on a high note. Oh, God. Yeah. I really just hope um, this has a debunkable explanation. If it doesn't, then my Roomba is possessed. (laughs) (laughs) I bought this dumb vacuum to help take care of my dog hair while pregnant. When it arrived, it was great, except I realized that my internet router wasn't compatible, so putting it on a timer wasn't possible. Whatever, I'll just press the button, I guess. It worked great for a few months and sat on its dock until I pressed the button. Then one night at 3 a.m., I woke up to a noise. The Roomba noise. I walked out and find it vacuuming away. away. It gave me the creeps, but surely I thought this can be explained. This stupid thing continued to do this every night between three and five. Never at the same time. And she googled it. Remove the batteries and all other suggested things. And nope. Every time I let that sucker charge, it waits until the wee hours in the morning to come to life. Sometimes it's fully charged and would come to the room, stop by the my side of the bed, and make this terrible sound and say, "Please charge, Roomba." Oh no! <laughs> like it <you> ta- talks? <laughs> it talks. Like you have a full charge, you stupid vacuum. I'm staring at this stupid piece of shit right now. Oh, she says P.O.S. I just added in the shit. Or she says C. Um. Now, and it lays covered in dust from the lack of use. This is by far, I think, the most debunkable story, as I'm not 100% sure that my vacuum or house is haunted. If it is a ghost, it has a sense of humor. Yeah. This Roomba has, been, uh, has thrown me for loops. Dude, the worst thing is that it would come
1: in her room and tell her, Mustard Roomba. No, I don't. I mean, like, that would... Like,
0: I mean, it's actually
1: kind of creepy. I know it's kind of funny, but like, if you woke up to that, that's pretty fucking creepy, man.
0: Oh, I'm not saying it's not creepy. Like, yeah. I would not like that. First of all, I don't want to be woken up by anything in the middle of the night. It takes no, because I'll ever yeah. fall asleep anyway. Exactly. Yeah, but then this little stupid vacuum, I would be freaked out. First thing, I'd be like, the aliens are here. Uh-huh. They've come to get me. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened to you? Because you have a little vacuum that does.
1: Yeah, it, no, things? that never happens. I hate that little vacuum. Anyways, it's more of a pain in the ass than anything else. Sounds like um, this guy is too. Yeah, but like, I kind of quit. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go into long drawn out opinion about it. That's fine. <laughs>
0: Well, that was the last story, and oh. um, thank you so much. If you guys have any reactions or any um, suggestions about any of the tech stuff, um, she would like any feedback. Um, so oh, cool. send it to us and um, and I will send it to her because I didn't get any you know information um, from her about any suggestions or how to reach her or anything. And I don't want to do that unless I have her permission, so sure. Yeah. So that was it. Thank you for that story. It was your stories, actually. They were pretty amazing. Yeah. And we want to know about that tech thing and what could be happening. Right. So Ooh. somebody with Roomba experience, let us know if you've had that same experience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so I have one story. I have a near-death experience. Oh, awesome. Um, which in the world of, you know, weird stuff... You actually look for N D E near death Yes, I know. I felt really like, whoa, I'm really like into this now. I'm really into this weird stuff now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this story I got off of Reddit. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's about an individual who almost drowned whenever they were five. So um they were at this what they described as like a YMCA daycare situation. And they were using. This is my favorite. They were using the tombstone-shaped foam boards, because <laughs> oh they are. If you think about it, when they said that, I was like, "Oh, shit, they are." Oh, right. Um, the, the ones that you lay across and then you kick, right? So this' a little five-year-old on that. Um, and that the pool was roped off so that you couldn't get into the deep end. But this this little one was a risk taker, and went <laughs> over that rope into that like the deep, forbidden, dark area, right? And then fell off the fucking board and drowned. <laughs> oh, kiddo. I know. Gosh. Poor kid. It yeah. said that the the board just kind of slipped out from under the person um, and out of out of the grasp of the person and that they just immediately sunk to the bottom of the pool. Oh my god. <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> like, oh, rude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they lived. It's all right. Um <laughs> Anyways, so the, the person just sunk immediately to the bottom of the pool and then they described what was like a deep burning in the chest and that the water was starting to fill up the lungs and then everything just kind of faded to black. Um, so the next thing that happens is the person is on the edge of the pool. So sunk to the bottom, don't, he doesn't remember how they got to the edge of the pool, all they know is that they're sitting on the edge of the pool where they had sank um and then described a feeling a sense of being everywhere but still local to the place that they were oh my gosh and that they could feel almost every object but everything was out of reach so it's kind of oh. like an just i don't like an all or everything i don't know every you're everything's a tapestry and you're connected to everything i don't know oh, yeah. um So then as they're sitting there, they start to hear whistles and screaming. And then there's a stampede of people who are coming down to the other side of the pool where this person is sitting. And they just think like, oh, I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, like I sunk to the bottom. I went over the rope and I wasn't supposed to. But then everybody just passes this person, this kid that's sitting on the pool. And then so they look over to see what's happening. They thought, well... Maybe somebody else, you know, was in trouble and he'd gotten out. Um, and the next thing is they see the lifeless body of this kid being pulled out. So the kid saw themselves being pulled out of the, of the pool. Um, and then he, the kid just started screaming. And I'm sorry, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Um, so the kid is screaming and nobody is reacting to his screams or her screams. Um, they even went up to their best friend and was screaming in their best friend's ear and they weren't responding. And this is a five-year-old kid. That's like, it kind of breaks my heart a little yeah. bit. Um, so then they start to panic and they try to leave the area. So they go to the door, but something is blocking them or holding them back. It's some, like, they didn't feel hands on them. Um, nothing like that. It was just this, like, force that wouldn't let them go past that door. Um So everyone is out of the pool. All the staff and kids are watching the paramedics arrive and he or she watches their five-year-old lifeless body get put on the cart and then wheeled out. Everybody goes outside. They're looking through the window. Everyone is outside watching this ambulance start to take off with the body in there. Um... So the kid is there, they're upset, and then all of a sudden, they describe what they feel as an intense female warmth surrounding them and in the room. And so they feel this warmth, and then somebody says, don't be frightened. And the first thing that this p- kid sees, they start having feelings and images of themselves laughing and smiling, just flooding his mind or her mind. Um, and the person said, relax and count down with me. Everything's going to be all right. And they said, they'll never forget the sound of that voice. And they started to count down from five, four, three, two. And then he hears somebody yell, he's alive. And it felt like he was body. He or she was body slammed back in to their body and they wake up and they're in the ambulance. Um, they said it almost felt like running into a brick wall. Um, and so the, you know, the kid is alive. So, um, they woke up in the ambulance and the, what this person talks about is that feeling of being everywhere and feeling everything mm-hmm. that they described while they were sitting on the edge of the pool. Um, that it's, a, it's a, an intense feeling that they missed. And it was difficult Aww. to become accustomed back to not having that feeling. And I think that's, that's like the common thread in all these near-death experiences. They talk about what a wonderful feeling it is and how it's difficult to shake off not feeling how it felt whenever they were dead.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Right. It's just yeah. interesting. I mean, I like it. I like it because it was from a kid's perspective. And I don't think we've read any stories about kids. It's, it's basically been adults with the near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but that feeling of all-knowing and comfort transcends age, obviously, with yes. near-death experiences. Um, and, you know, it just kind of makes you want to die. <laughs> <laughs> like Can you imagine feeling that at peace?
0: Yeah, I that's yeah, I mean it gives you hope that whenever your time comes Right. Things you know, just like that little that entity the female warmth said, everything's going to be okay. I mean, they were ripped back into their body. Mm -hmm. Um and uh that part sucked. But the the voice saying everything's going to be okay, meaning you're gonna you're going to survive this and you're going to go back. Yeah. Um, but it would be it's nice to know, you know, listening to all these near death experiences is generally people have they have a choice, and then they also have um, a pleasant experience. I know that yeah. there are unpleasant ones out there, and some of them are very frightening. And I think that they all serve a purpose. Um, either to, to let people know, um, that things could be worse, I guess, and things can get better.
1: There's two things that I think are interesting from it too. Now, out of the near-death experiences that we've read, the only one that wasn't like a pleasant one is the person who attempted suicide. Right. So that's different. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, The other thing that I want to point out is that this kid, a five-year-old experiencing this like calmness and loving it, that's Mm -hmm. the other thing I think is weird. It's not an adult who carries all of this burden and damage, right? Right. It's a fucking Mm -hmm. kid that felt that relief Mm because you could say like, well, maybe it's just because you're free of burdens. And so that's why you feel that way as an adult, you know? Um, but this kid felt it and missed it and wanted it. I don't know. It just makes death so romantic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, hopefully it is like that. Yeah. Um, I like that, uh, or I just, whenever they talk about them feeling, feeling like they can't go anywhere, like there's a force keeping them in a place Uh that kind of reminds me of, um, I've been reading a lot about outer, outer body experiences. So Uh astral projection Whenever, oh yeah. <laughs> whenever you astral project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do have a tether to your body. Yeah. So you always have like a lifeline to get you back. And I wonder if I kind of wonder if death and astral projection can be related in some way. Like is there
1: an intersection between them? Mhm. Like maybe a near death experience turns into astral projection right. or something? Mhm. Oh, that's interesting.
0: That is interesting.
1: I have yet to read an astral projection story that really like pulls me in.
0: I think that a lot of people have a hard time doing it because what I usually read is they're asking for advice on how to get to, on how uh, to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the
1: only story I've heard is one that Dad retold me. Oh, that he astral rejected no somebody else had done it and they told him and then he told me
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we can't tell that story yeah <laughs> cool that's interesting i have 10 percent of my battery left on my phone okay so let's FYI. wrap up this bitch okay yeah. so thanks for joining us again
1: yeah contest, um, you guys Oh, enter the contest and then, you know, listen to us and, you know, send us some stories to read at, uh, I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and <clears throat> would be happy to read them. Yes.
0: Uh, subscribe, rate, review us on iTunes, um, or any, wherever you listen to our platform, um, to our platform, to our podcast. Ha ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> messed that up. You um, did. send us a snapshot of your review to our email address and we will uh-huh. mail you some stickers.
1: Yay. Yay! All right, until um, next time. Bye! bye. <laughs>